welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. Today is June 6th, 2021. This is episode 129, and Lindsay, I have a, a bit of trivia for you. Um, today's an anniversary for me. Today is the, would you like to guess? That way I can do the math in my head because I'm not sure what year it is. So go ahead and guess. June 6th. Yeah. It's the anniversary of eight days before you were born 47 years ago. No, that's, that's a long thing to put on a Twitter feed or whatever. No. Um, I don't know. Today is the 23rd anniversary of my last day ever working at Ruby Tuesday in the Eastwood. <laughs> I, rem- I never oh, would have oh, guessed that. There's, there's another one. Today is also the uh, 21 minus four. So that's 17, the 17 year anniversary of the last day I worked at this company in Erie. <clears throat> back in my previous life, one of the companies that my old boss would try to partner with uh-huh. and then I would, I would go work for them. And then after like a certain amount of months, they would realize that it just wasn't right. So they would fire me. I think it happened four times. And, um, and today was, I forget what this company was called. They made textbooks. And I don't remember what they're called, but they were in Erie PA. And so I, I quit one job on June 6th. And then I believe it would have been what, seven years later, six years later, whatever I said there, it would, I got fired from another job on June 6th though. So. All right. So June 6th is a fun one. And I think, isn't today the anniversary? And, and I, I want to say, isn't it, is it D-Day? Was that June 6th? Um, I feel yeah. like I should know this, but yes. It was. No, I'm D-Day, go with it. Yeah. D-Day was no, okay. the Normandy landings was June 6th, 1944. So that was, oddly enough, that was um, 60 years later, I was fired from a textbook company after D-Day. Wow. So kind, kind of the same, kind of the same. I don't thing. think anybody would have um, predicted that. Yeah, no doubt. man, America, it's funny. So anyway, I also wrote on the outline (laughs) after um, anniversary question mark, is Lindsay back? And obviously she is because she's talking. Um, Lindsay, we we missed you last week. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. And I really hope that missing last week doesn't affect my Christmas present. Or you're um, addicted to, I was hoping that would change, but yeah. No, it probably won't affect your Christmas present because it wasn't going to be very good anyway. So (laughs) wait, the podcast or my Christmas present, the Christmas present podcast is amazing. (laughs) All right. It's funny how, how certain people just thought I wouldn't even listen to it. Yeah, I know. I I kept telling them, I'm like, she's going to listen. Yeah, I know. And I did. I totally did. Talking about me. Um, I did get a compliment (laughs) by the way, on the podcast, they said that they liked the fact that I, um, I went through my story grid. Did you hear that part? Yeah, I did. So, and I want you to send me a copy of that so that I can. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can do that. Copy it. <laughs> um, so, so uh, it was from a um, friend of the podcast and potential dinner guest in Vegas, Rich Casey. Um, ah, yes. and the only reason I did that is because I wanted to fill time because it was going to be like a 20 minute podcast without you. So yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> no, it was a good Fair. podcast. You did great on your own. Yeah. It, it's like, um, you know, what was it right. a year and falling a half on, ago or so? Yeah. It's just like falling off a bike, you know? All right. <laughs> All right. So in terms of my stats, I am up 760 words in book three, currently at 69,525 trying to hit that 70,000 mark. Don't know if I'm going to do it this week because of circumstances, but we'll see. Um, book one of the mystery still every same place. It's always been, there is a bit of a movement with that book though, that I'll get to. And Ooh, uh, yeah, that's Mailer exciting. Light, still holding steady at 855 because I haven't checked it in a month to see if it's not something different from 855. So we're just gonna go with 855 for now. Uh, Yeah. I think I Uh, said last week on the podcast to check that because this week it's going to be a bigger number, but it's exactly the same. And I'll talk about that. Because, because you didn't do the thing that you said you were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, book two for me is at 41,201. I'm only up 311 words because, um, life it's funny. I was listening to the podcast, um, just you by yourself. And, um, I was pretty jealous because 
you know, you're like, oh, well, I came home from work and then, you know, I watched Perry Mason and I went here and I did this. And not one time did you say like, I had to get a babysitter or, um, you know, people interrupted me and yeah, I was pretty jealous about I, that. I did have to stop on my way home one of the three days and pick up my dog at the parents' house because they came and got him while I was at work. So, I mean, oh, I, wow. I, I remember uh, my buddy, Sean used to complain a lot, not complain, but he used to say like, I got to go pick up the kids and where his kids were being, where he was meeting his mother-in-law from his house is a good 20 minute drive. And like, for me, it's literally just make one extra left in Newton falls and pick up the dog. Yeah. And I did not want to do it. And because it, it was like, Oh my God, this is out of the way. And I can't stop and get food. Cause I'll have the dog with me. And <laughs> And I feel bad now for those people with kids who have to just stop and pick them up and they're always taking them places and trading them around and dropping them off. It just sounds awful. Yeah. Well, okay. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to go with 616 active subscribers because um, I've not done a newsletter and I just really doubt that somebody remembered me to delete me or add me, whatever. Um, and I have zero ads running. Um, so my stats are pretty boring. Um, I do have news though. I have a puppy. Um, That's he exciting. is an eight week old Chihuahua and he just hit the two pound mark. Um, and he's, he's feisty. He is very tiny. Yeah. He's very feisty and fun. Um, we're working on potty training. I think Okay. So with Oliver, Oliver's an Australian shepherd and he potty like fully potty trained in three days. It was the easiest thing I've ever done in my life with a terrier. However, it's going to be a little bit longer. Now we take him outside every 45 minutes or so he's had a few accidents in the house, but, um, I definitely wouldn't even consider us on the road to potty training because we just take him out and assume that he has to go. Um, I don't think that potty training is, is finished until the dog actually goes to the door to let you know, that they need to go out. So that's fun. Every 30 to 45 minutes running outside, nice. especially when it's like hold, hotter than Alderaan here. I mean, like you go outside and the sun is like, I will melt you. It's very hot. Yeah. Alderaan, Alderaan was exploded though. So it's going to be really hot there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what Jeremy said. Was it, is it hotter than Alderaan before? the explosion or after, but clearly after, because after, sure. I melt when yeah. I go out there. It was, it I was hot to, here I this week. I can't, I can't imagine what it was like on you. Cause it was hot here this week. What's hot in Ohio. Well, it got it into the, the, the low to mid eighties yesterday while I was golfing. And it was the hottest day I think I've had. It was the first day I've actually had to sweat while golf and I oh. didn't like it. So yeah, I don't like sweating. Yeah. It's about, uh, well, right now it's 80 here. Um, with 81% humidity, oh, which is what gets you. And so the high today is like 93 with 70% humidity. So, I mean, you walk to the back door and just start sweating. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I lived in Florida, when I lived in Florida for that six months, um, we would walk outside after work and it would be like four, four thirty, five o'clock. And the minute you got outside, you were just wet, sweaty. Yeah. And it was awful. It's one of the reasons I was happy to leave Florida. Yeah. I used to love the heat. Um, we lived in Arizona for a year or so and it was fantastic. We've lived in the South most of the time that we've, you know, this military career, we lived in North Carolina, we lived in Maryland, now Georgia. Um, and up until about a year ago, I absolutely loved the heat. I actually had a, a sweatshirt that said always cold. Um, and I never wear it anymore because I'm never cold anymore. Yeah. It's gotta be nice. <laughs> so <clears throat> I hate yeah, cold. Yeah, I, I mean, I hate cold for sure. Except at night when I sleep, to hate then I heat. want it to be cold. Yeah. Oh, oh we yeah. turn our thermostat down to like 64 at night. So. Wow. That's good. Yeah. That's cold. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a year ago, I would have had a fist fight with Jeremy, not literally, um, about the temperature. But now he's the one that's all bundled up like an Eskimo and I'm throwing the blankets off. So... <laughs> Anyway, um, the puppy is my news, my big news. He's adorable. His name is Clark. Um, Kian wanted to name him Superman and Jeremy wanted to name him something that had to do with the Griswolds. So we went with Clark because it 
fit nicely. It fits both. Um, yeah, and he's he just looks like a little Clarky. We call it, when he starts biting us, we call him Clarky Sharky, um, or Clarky Monster. I like that. He has a lot of <clears throat> yeah, he has a lot of nicknames. Um, and the only other piece of news that I have is I haven't started or I haven't finished ten minutes thirty eight seconds in the strange world because I just haven't been reading. I don't know. Can't pull it together, you know. Yeah. I know that feeling because I, I went from being someone who read all the time to someone who does not read very often. The only time I ever read now is when I read books for the podcast that I listen to at 372 pages, which is the Rift Tracks guys that make fun of really terrible books. So like yeah. I read Ready Player One and then they did a um, quilting cozy mystery that I read that was so a much quilting fun. cozy yeah. mystery. <laughs> it was called Quilters Pushback. It was, it was, it's like book six. In the, they just went to book six in the series. It was a short book, but it was fun. That's awesome. But now they just started they just started a young adult hunger games style book, but it's called model land and it's by Tyra Banks. And oh gosh. I'm not reading that one because it's like $20 for the hardcover and there's no other way to buy it. Yeah. Although I'm going to check the library and see if there's an ebook, but there's no way I'm reading that book. It's it's, and then they had the first podcast yesterday. It came out and I listened to it and it's, it's insane. I, I, Tyra books, Tyra Banks is insane. I think you, you know that by watching her whenever she's yeah. on TV but she's insane and it's yeah. terrible. And so there's no way I'm reading that. So we'll see what the next one is. I used to read <laughs> all the time, but I think um, I just have so many other hobbies really. Like mm-hmm. I've been crocheting a lot and I'm still working on learning Russian. Um, and I have this uh, cricket joy machine. And so I've been making labels and stuff. And I just, I don't know. I, there's not enough hours in the day to do all the things that I want to do. So, so because I'm going to be on a plane today, two different planes, Mm -hmm. I did download a book earlier this week that I want to read. I went to Google and I just typed authors like Agatha Christie and someone named Carolyn Graham came up and it's based on, I don't know if you know that show, um, Midsummer Murders. Mm -hmm. It's like a two hour mystery show with Inspector Barnaby. And I believe she is the book author who the TV show is, um, came from or inspired from oh, nice. this book is called the the killings of badgers drift so i'm probably going to check that out today and um and while i'm on the plane and, and and read them i try to read it throughout the week and then have it done by the time i get home on friday so we'll see <laughs> and if i could just give you a little bit of advice um here's here's how i potty train puppies it's really easy by the way mm-hmm. what i do is i go to work and then the mom comes and gets them takes them home and then three days later he's potty trained. So if you can figure out how to do that. I think, yeah, that might be the way to go. Yeah. Uh, mom, if you're listening, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) All right. Um, so in terms of my actual author news, uh, my Facebook ads, I did let them expire at the end of May. Um, just not getting, not getting much off of them because obviously the, the amount of money being spent when I was getting the free money, $250 a month, I was making a decent amount of money back. This one, it was kind of sporadic. I was getting page reads or sales almost every day, but then I would go like three days with nothing. And I just thought I'm in the kind of the the muddy middle of this book three. There's no real reason to try to push book sales or page reads at the moment. Um, I think what I would probably do is take that money that I was spending and just wait a couple months and put it towards book one hard when book three Mm -hmm. is coming out. So um, that that is one we do. I did talk about doing a book funnel last week and then I just didn't do it. Um, I could have done it Monday, uh, but I didn't. And I'm not sure why. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, I did get two book covers done though, which is the movement I was talking about in my mystery book, along with um, my sci-fi book. I got both book covers this week from Stuart Bache's team. And I updated my website yesterday. So if you want to see what they look like, go to my website and they're there. Uh, I think I may do a newsletter at some point now that I have those book covers um, where I, I get into a book funnel and maybe do a newsletter and then two weeks later, do another one with the other book cover. And that gives me some good content because there's really nothing exciting going on right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, nobody cares that I'm back to work 50% instead of 25% and, you know. So oh, Jerry, we all care. I don't think so. And nobody cares that, that I'm golfing like 17,000 times a, a week. I think I'm yeah, golfing care about that. 45 holes a week now on a normal week where I golf 18 on Saturday, 18 on Sunday, and then nine on, on Tuesday. This week I went nine on Friday, you know, 18 on um, Saturday. I would have gone 18 today, but I didn't because I have to leave for the airport at some point. Um, so 
Yeah. And then the last bit of news that I have is just that, and I really just put this on the outline this morning because Scrivener is kind of starting to be a pain with me where, where I had the issues and that was my fault. That wasn't Scrivener's fault where I accidentally overwrote some pages or some words. So I started a new way to do it. And that way seems to be working well for me. And then this morning I went to open Scrivener on my desktop after using my laptop all week. And when I opened Scrivener, it said this Scrivener document was this is on my desktop. It's the first time all week on my desktop. It says this Scrivener document is, was open with a newer version of Scrivener. Please, um, please check, check for updates in the help section. So I did that. And in order to get into the help section, you have to create a new blank template. You can't, there's just not a, a, a there's not like a file edit new about type menu structure. You have to open an actual manuscript when you're, mm. when, when you open Scrivener. And if you don't, you don't get those menus. So I had to create a new blank one, go to help, check for updates. And it said that I was using the most current version. So I don't know how it was created on a newer version than the one I have when the one I have is the yeah. So it's annoying. There is something else going on with uh, writing software for me. Um, the emails that I got said, please don't share this. So I'm not going to do that. But those of you who know what it is, there's a new one coming out. I talked about it on the podcast like two, three months ago, uh, having to do with a podcast, a uh, YouTube video that I told you to watch that I don't mm-hmm. think you ever did. Oh, and, no, I, did, I didn't. Yeah, I still have it um, on my to-do list. Um, yeah, my personal so, to-do list, not the one here. So, um, and and he came out, that, that came out and it was, you know, it's a better price and and I, I thought, well, I don't want to do it. I mean, there's no demos. There's no videos. I don't know what this thing looks like. I don't want to spend that money not knowing what this thing looks like. Mm-hmm. And now with Scrivener giving me these issues, I'm thinking, well, I really like the guy. I trust the guy. I like the software that I've got from him in the past. Maybe I'll do it. So I don't know. I, I get I get paid uh, a week from Tuesday and I, I might do it. Then I haven't decided yet. So <laughs> that's my Scrivener news. In terms of last week's recap, I actually wrote on the on the outline here that I do not remember anything about Monday and Memorial Day. Um, <laughs> I don't remember a thing. I have no idea what I did. Um, I feel like that's the day I should have done the book funnel. And I even think of that. I opened book funnel one of those days, maybe Sunday night or Monday, but then I, I think I probably got distracted by shiny things and just closed it for some reason mm-hmm. to do something else. It's funny. I'll be sitting here. <clears throat> I'll be sitting here and I'll have a YouTube video just playing on the right side of my screen. So I have two monitors at home and I'll have a YouTube video playing. And then for whatever reason on my monitor right in front of my face, I'll open YouTube and see another video. And then I'll pause the one that's playing and start watching this one. Well, then out of the corner of my eye, this is, this happens more than you would think. Then out of the corner of my eye on my TV, I'll see something. I'll pause the second YouTube and unmute my TV and pay attention to what it is. And then I have to backtrack through everything. I get distracted so easy. So, um, so I do not have a clue what I did on Monday. Um, I don't think, I know I didn't work cause it was a day off. Uh, I can't you're going remember. to go into your golf simulator. I may um, have done that. I don't because I don't the weather know. was super nice and you were just going to watch Perry Mason and relax. And yeah, I don't, know. I don't have a clue what I did. I could not tell okay. you what I did. Well, you made it through. That's what's important. I did. I woke up the next day. So that's always yeah. half the battle. Um, Tuesday um, through Thursday, I worked at the office. We are back to 50% now, which means I'm every other week. Um, this coming week would be my week at home, except I have to travel. Um, so I did work at the office Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, I wrote at lunch Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all three days. I did find a nice restaurant to sit and write in, which made me very happy. Um, I think I went to subway and then Buffalo wild wings and then firehouse subs. If y'all are keeping track at home. Uh, I love firehouse. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I, there I get are their little, like better, but... I call them pickle chips. Yep. They call them chopped pickles or whatever. But I have them chop up the pickle and put it on my sandwich. Oh, so you get just little bits of pickle with every bite. It's perfection. Not sliced, but actually chopped up. Yeah. Into like little, like little tomatoes. Yeah. But they're, I call them pickle chips, pickle, pickle chips, pickle bits. I don't don't really like pickles on sandwiches, but I do like pickles. I do like pickles on sandwiches. Uh, So I did that on Tuesday night. I golfed. um, Okay. So let's just talk about my writing. Um, so last week I finished up my, my Alex kind of review. And this week I started my Nolan review. So Nolan is another one of my POV characters. He's kind of the jerk bad. You think he's the bad guy, but in reality, he's not, he's one of the, he, he's uh he's the POV character. That's but if, if I, if I want to compare him to an, I am number four uh, character. He's, he's like number, I believe it was number 
boy, now I don't remember. I think number nine, who was like the, the oldest of the teenagers. He was a guy, he was a jerk. You know, he, he, you know, he had the foulest mouth, that whole thing. That's kind of the character that I'm writing for this one, but I, I need to make him change throughout the series. So I tried to do a couple things this, this week to, to signal that change. Number one, he has this pair of binoculars that, that one side doesn't work, but he always carries it with him. And I, I, when, as I was writing it, I thought, I don't know how, how, if you've seen the movie Midnight Run, one of my all-time favorite 80s movies. Um, oh, you should really watch it. It's so good. Charles Grodin just died. And that's why it was on, on the top of my head. He just died like a, a week or two ago. Oh. And um, it's really, really good. You would like it probably, well, I'd say you can't watch it with Kian, but you could watch it with Anna and Jeremy. It's really good. Um, mm -hmm. And they, there's this uh, Char, uh, Robert De Niro's character. I think it's De Niro, right? Is it De Niro? I'm not even, wow. I'm not even sure now. I have to Google that to find out midnight run. I feel like it is. That's the first name that came to my head. Yeah. It's De Niro. So Robert De Niro's character has this wa uh, watch that he wears that doesn't work, but he, he always, he's always tapping on it and shaking it and then put holding it to his ear and, and Groden keeps asking, what is that? What is that? And finally we find out it's like a gift he got right before he started off the police force. It's like a thing that he's always kept. So I tried to make these binoculars the same thing. He got them from his dad, his dad died, uh, blah, 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 blah. So at some point he's going to lose them. And the way that I'm writing it is because it's time travel. I have one character show up in 2008, 19. And, and then Nolan, he shows up in 2016. He's going to lose them in the place that my character shows up in 2019 in the same house. Mm. But my character in 2019 is going to find him first. He's going to find him before they're lost. And then a couple chapters later, my character's going to lose him in that same house. And I'm doing that for a couple of reasons. Number one, I just like the idea of it. I think it's fun to, to have him get found by a, a character who knows what they are, but mm -hmm. we haven't seen the other character actually lose them yet, which I, that kind of tells the readers, oh, he's going to lose them. How'd that happen? Yeah. I also like the idea of these two characters don't really like each other. And this is going to be the kind of thing that, that brings them together a little bit. So um, yeah, I just like the whole deal. Um, I also put this, I had him, I had him losing his eyesight, one of his eyes in his first chapter, like chapter three. Well, he didn't lose it in chapter three. He lost the week before. Wait, he lost three. his eyesight or his eye? His eye. Well, he lost his eyesight in one eye. Sorry. They didn't actually yank his eye out. That'd be gross. Oh, um, okay. So I had that. And then I started writing the book and I'm like 20 chapters in going, wow, I never addressed the fact that he lost, he had no sight in one eye and I've just got him looking around and everything is cool. And I'm well, that's, I, I can't do that. I gotta go back and fix that. So what I did was mm -hmm. I just put a cotton patch over his eye because he had eye damage done. And then I referenced it a couple of times. And there's a point where he's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then, yes, I can. Yes, I can. And he rips the eye patch off. And in the hero's journey, that's kind of like the, the, um, the going from the, the reactive to proactive yeah. um, section. So it's like the midpoint of his arc. And uh, so I kind of put that in there. I need to write it a little better. So I, I, I went through his set of chapters this week as I finished chapter 23, which was also from his POV and um, made it better out of a lot of things. And I still have a little bit more to do. I'm going to try to do some potentially later today. We'll see. And uh, yes, yeah, so that's my Nolan stuff. And then when I'm done with Nolan, chapter 24 is my next Padma section. She's like my main mm -hmm. character of the whole book. She's the number one POV. She'll have the most chapters, <clears throat> but um, it will be pretty equal with two of them. And the fourth one won't have very many at all, but well, as far as I know right now, that could change. <laughs> so as I'm writing chapter 24, I'll do the same thing with her. I'll go back and I'll review all of her chapters, make sure everything is correct in terms of... Um, what do I call it? Everything's what's it called? Um, you know, like cohesiveness. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I, put it in, I put it in my story grid. I don't even remember. Uh, You're gonna I, as I get older, you have to help me think of words here that I forget. <laughs> Ouch! The puppy just bit me. <laughs> um, what is it? It is. Where's the word? Here it is. Continuity. Continuity. Of, there was a word that people used to say, like back in the '90s. Um. When you said cohesive, that's what made me think of it. Copacetic. Remember copacetic. when people used to say copacetic? Oh, yeah. I think I still yeah, say I... it every now and then. Oh, you're so old school. Um, well, thanks for adding school to the end. That makes me feel better. Um, <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that's my, my writing week is really just dealing with these Nolan chapters. That's why I don't have very many words again. And I'm sure over the next couple of weeks, I, I, weeks, I won't have very many words. But I will get to a point after chapter 24 where I'm just writing straight through. But I just, I'm just i happy the way that it's coming now with the, the extra work that I'm putting into these, these early, early chapters. So 
Friday, I did take Friday off of work. I didn't decide until I believe Thursday morning that I wanted to take Friday off. Uh, I did it. Oh, just, Monday and Friday off. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute to cough. So hang on a second. You might want to talk. <laughs> I like how you warn us about that. <laughs> yeah, it's been a rough coughing morning. It's uh, I uh, ate the wrong I ate the wrong food this morning, and now it's stuck in my throat. So uh, that happens. Um, so Friday, I went to write. Um, I, I slept in a little bit. I did work for about 45 minutes. I had to do something for work. And then I went to write. And on the way home from uh, Hothead Burrito, I decided to just start calling golf courses to see who, if I needed a tee time. And it turns mm-hmm. out there was one course where I didn't need a tee time. So I just went and played nine holes by myself. And just kind of when I play by myself and there's people on the course, I don't have to be in a hurry so I can just get to the tee. And usually, you know, you wait until the person hits their next shot to get out of your way. I waited until they got on the green or they were on the next hole. You know, I was in no hurry. I played okay. I had one bad hole. Ran into someone there who I used to play poker with many years ago, who was really super skinny after being, I swear he lost like 50 pounds. So, which was good. Um, Oh, was it somebody I went to high school with? No. This person, oh. you don't, yeah, you don't know this person. Cause um, this person I went to high school with just posted that he lost 50 pounds oh, and he hasn't been that fit since high school. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'd like to do that someday. Um, and then let's I'd see. like to be that someday, but yeah. not actually do it. Actually. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> um, so I came home and I think I just kind of watched some Perry Mason and didn't do much. After that, and then yesterday, I did go golfing in the morning, shot 95, which is really terrible. I'll tell you, ever since I started golfing every weekend, I, I, before that, I used to get tired after 13 or 14 holes and just almost be like, God, I wish we were done. I wish we were only playing 14 holes because I just don't want to swing the club anymore. And then last year, once I started playing every, every week and, and sometimes two, three times a week, I felt good. Like I, I didn't get tired anymore. I would take snacks with me to eat between the ninth and 10th hole and I would finish off. Okay. And yesterday was the first time that I got tired in, mm. in, in a year and I'm not sure why. And then the last four holes were four of my, the, the worst holes that I played the whole round. So it's very strange. I'm going to have to maybe sure you're golfing snacks. too much. I wonder if that's the thing. Cause that happened to me a couple of months ago where I golfed Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Tuesday. And I was really bad on Tuesday. I thought, man, did I golf too much this week? Yeah. I don't know. I know if I was retired, I would golf every day. So I have no idea. <laughs> uh, came home from golf and I did not do much um, writing. I didn't do any writing um, because I wanted to clean my house and do some laundry and pack and check in for my flight. And then afterwards I did update my, um, my website with the two new covers. Yay. Was, I had to create like a new series page and create new books. And it was really easy because the way Kara set up our web pages, it's really easy to do. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the emails go back and forth with Anna and her attempts at my prologue for an audiobook. I saw her pictures uh-huh. of her studio. Um, I did not listen to what she sent yesterday yet. The MP3 she sent. I know you had written back and given her some advice. Yeah. But I, uh, I'm going to try to listen today before I leave. I know it'll be short because it's just the prologue. Yeah. And we'll, see, we'll see what we think. So what did you think of it? I think she did a great job. Um, it kind of sounded like she was almost whispering. Yeah. And I think she needs to put some force behind her voice because she doesn't want to be so soothing that people would fall asleep. She does have a great voice. So um, that was that was my biggest. My um, my favorite thing of what she wrote was, um, she wrote, "I'm having trouble with Peter's voice, which is clearly a problem being he's the main character." But I love Jack's voice. <clears throat> First thing that I thought was, "Who's Jack?" I don't know if do I have a character named Jack. <laughs> no, I do. Oh, okay, okay. So she did <laughs> both of them. Did she do yours too? She worked on both of them just to just to kind of warm up get going you know okay i was so confused i could not figure out who jack was so i'm happy to know that <laughs> it's uh in that, my uh, book it's jana's husband all right so let's see what else do i have here um today i did not golf on a sunday morning like i usually do because i have an airplane that i have to get on later on um we are podcasting now i'm going to try to cut my grass my grass it's it doesn't need it, but I know it will need it in the next couple of days. I'm going to be gone all week. So I'm going to travel yeah. and try to cut my grass. As soon as I get it posted, I'm probably going to go out and do that. And then do the last remaining dishes in my sink and I'm, I'll be good to go. I'm going to leave for the airport around 1.30, 2 o'clock, drop Max off over at the parents' house. There's a, a great food court in the Cleveland airport with a burrito place. 
Um, and then there's also <laughs> a restaurant that I go to sometimes. So I'm going to pick one of those two places. It's going to be Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. I can't imagine they'll be real crowded. I wonder if they'll and, be open, the restaurants, I mean. Yeah, that's, you know what, that's true. I, I Last time I was working, which would be like three weeks ago in, in um, Cleveland, I went to a, I was driving back and I thought, what do I want to eat? Um, I had run some errands before lunch or right at lunchtime. I went to run some errands. And then I thought, what do I want to stop and get for, for food? And I thought, oh, I haven't been to that Heinen salad bar in a while. I loved Heinen salad bar. And I would mm-hmm. make this big giant salad. It was really good. So I got the Heinen's and they took the salad bar down because of COVID. Yeah. So I had to get some terrible sandwich that they had and heat it up at work. And it was, it did not taste good at all. So. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. So you're right. I wonder what will and won't be open at the airport. Yeah. I think of that. So hopefully I can do a little bit of writing there. That will be the Nolan stuff. Um, I am meeting my new boss there. He, he started like three months ago. Tomorrow will be only the second time I see him in person. Um, so, and he's going with me. So it's just the two of us going and uh, the flight. So if, if he's there, I don't know how much writing I can get done, uh, but maybe I can just stay hidden for a couple hours and, until I get to the yeah. gate. So we'll see. Um, and then the plane actually leaves around 5.30 and I'm flying through Chicago to Manhattan, Kansas, which is, I believe, the mm. Kansas State University. It's like a college town, but we also have a plant there. And if you remember what I did two years ago in 2019, when I was flying back and forth to Nebraska and it was chaos and it was horrendous and it just, it, it, I didn't get any sleep. It was just terrible. It was, it was a month of <laughs> just awful. I remember when I came back on the, like the 17th or 18th of July, whenever it was. And seven days later, five days later, I flew out of the country to Scotland and I was so happy to be out of the country, just away from all that. So, but I think this week will be better. I think this, this time will be about 90, we definitely have more practice. Better. Yeah. And we've had two years of, of programming and testing and you know the program was originally written for this plan i'm going to anyway so they know Mm -hmm. it's coming and they're happy that it's coming and it's written to mimic the system they use now it looks a lot like it Mm -hmm. um so yeah the example that i always use at work when i talk talk to about people is there's a, a girl in alliance uh nebraska who drove down to where we were in mccook nebraska and she trained the mccook people on this new system having never seen the new system but it was programmed to look a lot like the old system. So she was able to go through it with no problem. And that yeah. I, I, that's going to be a huge, huge thing for us where there's not going to be much of a learning curve forever because it looks so much like the old one. So I'm feeling mm-hmm. pretty good about this. I, I'm only scheduled to go back once, you know, just this week. And that's it. When I get back on Friday, I don't expect to have to go back like it was when we were going back and forth to McCook. So we'll see. Yeah. And that was my week. Um, it was, I only worked three days. I do have to get used to something I have to get used to is and this is going to sound strange, but back before the pandemic, I would go to bed at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock and get up at five every day. And now I'm going to bed at like nine 30. And I think it's just cause I have nothing to do. It's like, I'm home. <laughs> I get off work at like four or four 30 when I work from home. So I have all that extra time to make dinner and play with the dog and hit my golf simulator. And by the time eight 39 o'clock rolls around, it's like, well, okay, I have nothing else to do. There's nothing that I have to do because Oh no, I have to work tomorrow morning at the office. So I can't do it. Like I can take mm-hmm. my garbage out to the street. I can do my dishes, just all those little things that I don't, I can't do when I'm leaving at five 45 and I'm coming home, at, you know, getting home at like six. Yeah. So I think now that I'm back 50%, I kind of have to, it's going to sound weird because I'm getting up at 5. AM every day for work. I have to teach myself to be able to stay up later <laughs> so that I can do all the things that I can, that I need to do yeah. when I'm working, you know, in the office. Cause that's going to come at some point in the next couple of months. We'll be back full time. I'm sure. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, sorry, that, how, how was your week? Um, just to recap, maybe the last two weeks, I guess, um, May 26th was Kean's last day of school. Um, and that's the day that we, um, brought Clark home. Um, puppies are a lot of work. I think I forgot how much yeah, they work are. they are like right now. I just wanted to go to sleep. So I don't have to worry about him getting into things or I don't know, chewing wires. And he's like trying to paw up my face right now. It's cute. <laughs> um, so because he's just two pounds, he, ju- he just hit two pounds the other day, actually. Um, he can fit in every little nook and cranny in our house. Um, my, my biggest fear is not so much his safety because my house is fairly safe, but I'm afraid that he's going to go like under the couch and poop 
and I won't know it. And then I'll have this stench in my house and not know where it's coming from um, because he's not potty trained, obviously. So I, we have to keep an eye on him every minute. At the beginning of this podcast, he was out in the living room playing with Kean, um, but then Kean said he got too feisty. So he sent him back in my office with me and we've pretty much puppy proofed my office. So this is where we spend the majority of the time. Um, he's definitely getting more adventurous. And, and when he does get out of my office, he's scoping out the place. So um, what else is happening? Oh, Paris drove down on the 29th. So she had a long weekend from work and from school. She's in the vet tech program now. Um, and she had a long weekend for the holidays. So she drove down and she always drives about five hours to um, Nashville she has a friend who goes to Vanderbilt um, and then she'll drive five hours the next day. So that's nice that she can break it up a little bit. Um, but she got here on the 29th and she stayed until the second. We had a really nice visit. It went way too fast um, like it normally does. Um, but it was fun. It was fun having her here. Um, hmm. I was able to do a little bit of writing um, Friday, this past Friday while the puppy was napping. Um, not as much as I would like, because a lot of this, this is what happens, um, when Kean's home from school because of, you know, summer break or whatever. So I'm in my office playing with the puppy, keeping the puppy, um, from getting into trouble. And then the puppy falls asleep and I think, oh, good. Now I can write. And then Kean comes in like he did this morning and said, will you play a game with me? Well, of course I'm going to play a game with him. So we played a couple games of Uno um, and I've been watching this show called Good Witch. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I think it's on Netflix. It's very like, um, uh, it, it has like this soap opera vibe to it. Is that Catherine Bell? Sure, I don't, I don't know who she I is. believe that's a Hallmark show, isn't it? Um, I don't know. It has, um, uh, gosh, now I can't think of words. He was in Desperate Housewives. Um, James Denton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a Hallmark show. I wonder if that's on net came from Netflix first. I don't know. It started in 2015 and there's 70 episodes. Um, but I just started the second season because I don't have a lot of time to watch it. But Kean started watching it with me. Um, and now when I have it on, he'll he'll pop in and see what's going on. But it reminds me of um like the ghost whisperer or um uh, like Desperate Housewives, it's, it's very soap opera-ish, um, but it's very hallmark. Like everybody dresses perfectly. Everybody's hair is perfect. Everybody's makeup is perfect. And there's a lot of pauses and conversations and a lot of, you know, like um, great advice from mother to daughter and, you know, things like that. But anyway, um, I'm still teaching every morning. Um, I usually have like 50 to 60 classes a month, but in June I have 98 and July is currently at 85 and people are still booking. Wow. Um, so since Kean's out of school and I can work different hours, you know, more peak hours for them, um, I'm definitely getting more students. That'll slow down in August when Kean goes back to school and I have to um, adjust my hours back down. Um, that, that's really the last couple of weeks. Today after the podcast, I need to trim Oliver's nails and I need to clean the fish tank. Um, I hope to be able to write, but again, we'll see, you know, like the whole family's home and they don't go anywhere. And then the doorbell rings a bunch of times, you know, kids wanted to play with Kean and then Kean's like, come inside, we'll play video games. And then I have like half a dozen boys in my living room and they're very loud. <laughs> I assume with the new puppy, it's hard to also go to restaurants and write. Uh, no, I mean, I could, Jeremy's here. Jeremy loves to keep an eye on the puppy and you know. He's a doting daddy. Um, I just haven't. I just haven't had a chance to do it because something is always going on. So, I mean, like that... with the new puppy and then with parents coming down, the schedule really, you know, kind of went wonky. Um, so I'm hoping that we'll get into the, the groove of summer and yeah. Yeah, because I, I finished that. I finished my last I published my last book in September of last year, and I'm starting mm -hmm. to worry now that this book is going to take longer, and I don't like that. Um, yeah, I published um, the end of August, and it's already the first of June, and I'm not even. 
I mean, I, I'm more than halfway done with the first draft, but I haven't even started editing yet. Right. So yeah, because I did I did book one in, in what Ju- uh, July of 2019, mm-hmm. book two in November of 2019, book three in September 2020. I thought, okay, I'm in a rhythm here, and now it feels like I'm going slower. Now this book is much longer, so yeah. I, I see why it's happening. But um, and then book four in the series is going to be pretty pretty long too, I think. But I'm excited about the mystery books because if they're only like 60 to 75,000 words, I can do more of them quicker. And mm-hmm. I'm, I really want to get to that point where I'm doing, you know, a couple a year. I wanted to publish four books this year, three originally yeah. and then four. And now I don't know what, I mean, it's going to be one, but is there going to be another one? I have no idea. Right. So yeah. that concerns me a little bit. So, yeah, I, I hope that I can get faster at it. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I think that so much has gotten in the way and. And some of it is not my fault, but a lot of it is, you know, I don't, I'm not taking the time that I need to take to do the writing because I'm finding other things to do and not stuff that I would rather do. So I really love writing. It's just writing is hard and crocheting is easy. So it's easier to pick up the crocheting than to write. So. And I see the posts, you know, on Twitter or whatever from, the, the writers I follow, like Lindsay Baroker and some of the others who are like, oh, another 3000 words today. And I'm like, what, what, is it just a want type thing? Like, are they just more motivated than I am? Like I'll yeah. go on a Saturday and I'll do a chapter and I'll, I'll get to, let's say wherever I'm going to, let's say at one o'clock and I'll mm-hmm. eat something and then I'll do a chapter. It'll be like two 30. And I think, all right, I got a chapter done. I can go home now. And it's like, well, why, why, why do I have to go home now? Why can't I stay another hour and a half? What do I, what am I doing? But yet I still yeah. go home and I just wonder, is it a, a motivation thing? I mean, I've said before that I'm not trying to make this a career, but I still want to publish them. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I always wonder when I see that, um, how do they know what to, how many, how do they know that many words to write? Like I'll write a scene and I'm like, okay, that was productive. Now what, you know, like I don't have, do they map out the whole entire story in their head first? Well, I think some of them are big time plotters, but some of them aren't, some of them just write. Yeah. And I'm, Which... I guess I'm just not that creative. I don't know. I have the book plotted out, but I still need to figure out, you know, what conversations do my characters want to have? You know, um, if they're, if they're feeling, you know, X at this time in the book, what situations would reflect that? And I guess I can't just come up with that on the spot. Like I really need to think about it. And I think that's why I'm a slower writer. I know one of the things that I was doing when I was writing at work, you know, at lunchtime every day, and it was like a rhythm. Like I knew Monday through Friday, I'm going to write Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm going to do yoga Thursday. I'm going to write Friday. Monday is going to be a two hour writing session because I'm going to stay late and do yoga on Monday night. Like I, that stuff was like scheduled and now it's not quite as scheduled. And it's, I don't want to blame COVID for this because my life hasn't changed much other than I'm at home more than I was. Mm -hmm. But um, I do like that rhythm of the same thing every day, or at least the same schedule every week when I know I'm going to write. And, and I haven't had that since March of last year. So, yeah. um, you know, when I get back from Kansas the next Monday, I'm back at work all week, all five days. I'm going to try to get into that rhythm again, but then I'm back home again on the 21st. So who knows? Yeah. I feel like I won't be able to get into like a good rhythm until Kean goes back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's always interruptions, um, unless I go to a restaurant, but you know, like it's a little pricey going to a yes. restaurant every day. Yes, so it does. I, I don't know that I necessarily want to do that either. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I need to figure it out. I don't know. I don't know. Um, as far as my running list of future things to do, obviously finish, um, book two, get some, <clears throat> excuse me, get some book covers going and start reading again. I added that to the list because I really want to start reading again. That's all. Mine is just the same as it's been. I might as well just take SEO off the list because, you know, who really wants to to do that? It's so boring. I, I there are people who I think I think that one example that I, I know of is um, Kirsten Oliphant, who unfortunately has ended her podcast, which is sad. Um, I I enjoyed her podcast. Um, those are the people who, those are the people who. Um, like they, they blogged before they were a writer. I think Lindsay Baroker was the same way. They, they blogged before they were a writer. So when it came mm-hmm. time to, and they had to learn all that in order to get people to, um, 
in order to get people to read their blog. So when it came time to actually sell their book or promote their website or their podcast, they knew how to do all that, all that stuff. And I just don't want to take the time to do it. I, in my old, in my old life, um, where I was doing sales and marketing and all of that stuff, I, I wish I would have taken the time to do it. I just didn't, unfortunately. So yeah. Um, my addicted to, okay, I'm going to change it up a little bit here. Uh, I did not watch, watch much Perry Mason this week because I worked and I would get home at like six and I, I might watch one or two episodes at the most. And I don't even think I, there were some days where I didn't watch any, but there's this YouTube channel. Now I, I put on the, um, addicted to, I put on the outline pushing up daisies. If I remember correctly, there was a TV show called pushing up daisies. Yeah. What, I thought that's what you were talking about. What, what, what was that TV show about? Did you watch it? No, it was, well, it was, a uh, was that? No. I don't remember. That wasn't a funeral home one, ah, was it? I, I can't hear you because when I go to any other website, it takes over my sound. So oh. just bear with me here. Well, I'm not going to pause it or any of that stuff. I'm trying to figure out what what show this was. Pushing. Up I, yeah, easy. I think it was oh, a. You're back. I think it was like a um, funeral home show or something. No, that was Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under. Ah. Okay, this show. Okay, pushing. Okay, I remember this show. Lee Pace. And um, Anna Friel, this show was a, it was a good show. It only lasted a couple of seasons, but it was about, I believe it was about this guy who, if he touched somebody, he, they died. And then he, <laughs> and then he fell in love with this girl, but he could never touch her. And it was like a dr- dr- dramatic comedy, drama comedy type thing. And it was dramedy. really good at, dramedy. Yeah. It did not last very long. It was a really good show, but that's not what I'm talking about here. Okay. So back in the day when I was a kid and when you were a kid, I used to play together. We were, I used to play these Sierra games on my computer, (laughs) police quest, space quest, King's quest. Um, They also made leisure suit Larry, but I wasn't allowed to play that because it was an adult game. Oh, please. We played that all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. And, Uh um, and they had a game. I remember this game that they had called phantasmagoria. Um, They had one called the one I did not play was the dagger of Amon Ra, but they had another one called the Colonel's bequest that I completely forgotten about was like an Agatha Christie book, but it was a murder mystery game and these are all in the probably the late 80s. I don't know if I got into the 90s, maybe the early 90s, but these were late 80s. My favorite of all of them was probably police quest. Um, I used to play that like crazy. But I was just scrolling around YouTube one day and I found someone talking about Phantasmagoria. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this video. And it's this woman who does these just, they're done now. Like she's doing these reviews of them now. And it's all about these Sierra games. And Mm -hmm. I watched so many of her videos this week where she would talk about King's Quest and Police Quest and Phantasmagoria and Dagger Amon Ra and all of these different videos. And I would say that that's probably my addicted to. The channel is called Pushing Up Daisies. And she's a bit, um, she, she, she decorates her face into some horror motif. Is that a, a way to say motif? Did I use that word right? I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay. I'll go and, with it. Um, okay. And, uh, and then she does, like, if it's Halloween, she's got like blood under her mouth and white paint on her face. It's really good. It's really creative. And I love that she talks about these video games um, the way she does, because I played them all and, and I really enjoyed all of my, the Colonel's Bequest, now that I see it again, is probably one of my favorite games I've ever played. And I completely forgot about it until I saw her video because it was so much like an Agatha Christie book. It was like, and then there were none, which, you know, I love that book. And um, so that's what I would put down for my addicted to right now. Mine is still Fruity Pebbles. And I, and I have to wonder, like, it's not a true addiction, but I crave it. I mean, it could be a true addiction. It counts, right? I mean, I can stop anytime I want. Sure. <laughs> sure. Until you're like robbing banks because you need money because you need your fix. <laughs> yeah, I need my, my fruity pebbles. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cheap. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's the only thing. It, it still pulls me out of bed every morning. This morning I woke up, it was like 6.20. Keen was oh, still asleep. Puppy was exactly still asleep. exactly what time I got up. I laid there thinking, oh, I can just lay in bed. Keen's still asleep. Puppy's still asleep. There's nothing dragging me out of bed. Pretty pebbles, and I got up. So, yeah. Um, this week, um, I mean, tomorrow, hopefully, I'll get to write other than take care of the puppy and keep Keen alive. I don't really have anything else on my calendar. I don't have a whole lot on my calendar all week, actually. Um, Tuesday, I will go to the gym for pu- uh, push class. Wednesday, I have group training. Um, Thursday, I don't have anything. Friday, oh, Friday, I'm excited about Friday. So um, we, we brought Clark home and about, I don't know, three and a half minutes after he got here, 
um, Anna came over to meet him, <clears throat> totally fell in love with him because he's adorable and decided that she wants to get one as well. So she contacted the lady and Friday, her and I are going to drive to Alabama and we're going to stay in a hotel overnight. Um, we've decided that we're just not going to talk. We're just going to, what? Here's the thing. This is what you don't get because you're not a mom. Kids talk a lot. They okay. will narrate every thought that is in their head. Every minute of every day. If sure. they play a video game on like the PS4 or their iPad, they will tell you exactly what's happening in great detail. And in between all of that talking... They need this, they need that, they want this, they want that. They're very demanding humans, these children. And so we do a lot of talking just, just because we're moms and we have kids, which we love. We love having kids. Don't take that the wrong way. However, Friday, we're going to leave here around 8.30 or 9 o'clock in the morning. And on the way to the hotel, whatever little antique shop or junk store or whatever we pass because they're all over the place down here in the south we're going to stop and we're going to peruse because we always see them when we travel but we either have kids with us or um we're kind of on a time constraint and check-in at the hotel isn't until three o'clock and it's only like four hours away five hours away so um we're just going to stop and do whatever we want and then we're going to get some dinner and we're going to go to the hotel. And if we want to watch TV, we'll watch whatever we want. If we want to turn the TV off and read, we'll do it. It doesn't matter because there's nobody there to tell us what to do. And I'm confused. You're not going to talk to each other. Yes. Yes, you are. Or yes, you're not. I feel like I'm, in we're clear. not, we decided that we're just not going to, we don't, we're not going to talk. We're just going to keep it quiet and just not, not ask any questions. I mean, we might have little conversations here or there, but we're not there to entertain each other. We don't have to fill this, this quiet void with noise of nonsense. Yeah. I don't believe you. Why? I think, I think you're going to talk. Why wouldn't you? Uh, you'd be surprised. Um, there are times that I'll be at Anna's or she'll be here. The TV is off and we're just sitting on the couches doing our own thing. Like we don't. Okay. And when the kids were in school, we would go sit on her front porch and not talk. We would just listen to the birds or watch the bunnies across the street. I mean, like we, we don't talk a whole lot. I really look forward to hearing this recap next week. Now this is going to be fun. I'm yeah. curious how this goes. Who talks yeah. less you and Anna or me and my new boss who are also together all week while we're together. Oh, all week. You're don't give your more of an introvert. So I'm going to want to have headphones on and write. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's well see, here's another thing too. Like your boss doesn't realize that you want to have headphones on to write. Anna and I have already agreed that we're just not going to talk. <laughs> I, I like this. Okay. So we're going to spend the night. We're going to wake up whenever we want to wake up. It doesn't matter. There's nothing pulling us out of bed. Not e I won't even have pretty pebbles with me. Oh, yeah. wow. You're going to talk. Yeah, gonna You're going to be sleep. talking in your sleep. I need you. I need you. I want you. I need, like, what, are you what are you dreaming about? Fruity pebbles. No. Um, and okay. then we're going to meet the puppy people um, around lunchtime. Um, and then I'll probably, she's going to drive there. I'll probably drive home so that she can hold her puppy. Um, and we're, we're really excited about that. Her mom is coming down. Her mom lives about two and a half hours North of here. Um, so she's going to drive down and stay with her kids. Of course, Jeremy will be here with Kian and the dogs and um we're gonna get a night away and, and I can't wait. All right. All right. Really excited about that. So Saturday we'll be coming from Alabama, probably not until later in the evening. So I don't know that I'll do I'm gonna take my computer. Hopefully I'll write um while we're at the hotel because it's gonna be quiet and um you know I won't have any distractions. Um but as far as like the drive home probably Saturday won't do any writing because we're going to be getting up and having breakfast and then get the puppy and then drive back. Um, 
And then Sunday we'll podcast and I'll order groceries and clean and do my normal Sunday stuff. So I, I really want to get a lot of writing done this week. And I know I say that all the time, the things always pop up. Um, but I need to just like close and lock my office door and pull the blinds or the curtains and make everybody leave me alone. Maybe I'll put a sign up, leave me alone. Yeah. Office hours. Office hours. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll put, uh, maybe I'll put stronger words in there. Like leave me the heck alone. Oh, I don't know if you want to curse like that. I know. I do have a child. So you need like a Dwight Schrute, you know, office sign that he puts on the train. What do you call it? The What's that room called? The conference room. Conference room. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word conference. See, you you can think of those words for me. Um, mine is, I usually say at this point in the podcast, I'm either working from home or working from the office each week. Well, this week I'm working from Manhattan, Kansas, and there's a, there's an office on the production floor, like right in the middle of the floor. It's an actual, I believe it's an actual office. It's not like a, a desk and a computer. It's an actual office where I can go sit. And, um, the, the goal is on Monday morning, we're going to, so I'm flying in late tonight. I'm probably gonna land about nine 25 tonight. But we're landing in Manhattan, Kansas, which is nice. We usually fly to Kansas City and drive two hours. But there's actually a flight that goes into Manhattan, Kansas. So the hotel is 15 minutes from the airport. And uh, the IT guy who works out there is picking us up. And then we're getting up early tomorrow because we're going to train. I'm going to train third shift first and then first shift during the day. And then second shift in the afternoon. I train all three shifts on how to use their part of the program. Uh, And then Tuesday morning, we're going to make it live. So about 8 a.m., we're going to tell everybody, stop what you're doing. And oh, I would really go with the hump. Because you're about there. to ruin. Yeah. I was really going to go into the style it. Yeah. that you're used to. Yeah. I look funny. Yeah, yeah. I was really going to go <laughs> into. Yeah, I'm making didn't. money. See. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we're going to take about an hour to move all the data from the old system to the new system, and then tell everybody, okay, start back up again using the new system, and then just see what happens. I mean, when we did this in Nebraska, it was utter and complete chaos. Mm-hmm. There were you know, nine or ten different sections of the plant in Nebraska that used it and they all had problems and it was because we didn't have enough time to finish the program. So we gave them half of a program and then did the rest of it on the fly while they were using it. But this one is done. I mean, this one is only, there's only about four parts of the the plant that actually use it. And I've had an extra two years to work with them, finish it, get all the bugs out. It's being used in Nebraska for the last two years. So they've helped get the bugs out so that when I put it in on Tuesday and tell them to go live, I don't know what kind of, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know that it's not going to be complete and utter chaos. There could be problems, all that good stuff, but, um, but I don't expect to have to constantly be working on three different things while I'm fixing another bug and then adding something else. You know, me mm-hmm. and the guy I work with at the time, John, him and I would walk the production floor. We actually started to do stuff for the production people. We were, we were, you know, putting labels on skids and all this stuff that it wasn't even what we were doing, but because our program messed them up, we would go out and fix them. So, um, so this, I expect to be about a thousand times better. And, um, and I don't mean to interrupt what I'm saying, but I just got a text and all it is, is a screenshot of a serious XM and it's, um, Billy Joel honesty is playing on that person's serious XM. I have no idea whose phone number this is because it's not in my phone, but I'm pretty sure it's Tim because my friend Tim, because him and I text each other every time we see Billy Joel honesty on our, <laughs> on our serious XM. Why wouldn't you have his number in your phone? I do, but this number isn't his number. This is a different number. So I'm going to text back and say, what number is this? Um, Tim, Tim. LOL. What number? Text me the number. I'll do a reverse number search and see. I, I'm going to guess it's his wife, but I think I have her uh, number too. So I'm not sure. <laughs> um, there, I just did. So, um, so I don't expect this to be a problem. I think that that's why I think that I only have to be there this week. And I honestly think by the end of the week, by Thursday, um, there's not going to be any outstanding issues other than little bug fixes here and there. Some of them, they, they might do something that we don't expect. So when we were testing it, we didn't test that because they do something a little bit different. Those are the things that I have to fix. That's fine. That stuff's easy to do. It won't shut the plant down, knock on wood. It'll keep everything running just fine. So I'm pretty sure by the time Thursday rolls around, we're leaving Friday morning. We're flying home Friday morning. I think we'll be in a pretty good spot. Oh, it was his wife's phone number. That's strange. I thought I had her phone number on my phone. 
So, um, so I, I do hope to get some writing time in like tomorrow we're just training all day and it's really a normal work day when I'm not training, but I'm starting so early and ending a little bit later that I'll, I should have time to have like a, a nice long lunch break where maybe I, my laptop and do a little writing, but with the new boss there and he doesn't know anyone. I mean, he's new. He's, mm-hmm. he's either going to be like taking plant tours or just being sitting with me the whole time. I don't know if I'll be able to write Wednesday and uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, the chances are pretty good. If, if everything goes, I'm sorry, Wednesday, Thursday, if, if things go well on Tuesday, there's a pretty good chance. And even Tuesday morning, there's a, there's a pretty good chance I'll get up. You know, when I was in Nebraska, I was getting up at 4 a.m. and then writing until about 6, 6.30 when we would meet everyone downstairs. And then we get to the plant by seven. I may do that again this week. I might get up at six. Uh, I'm sorry. I might get up at 4.30 and then go downstairs at five and sit until 6.30 if we're going to go to the plant by seven. I don't know how we're going to get there in the morning, but something like that to where I can do some writing. I don't think I'll be able to do much at lunch on those days because I'm guessing I'll have lunch with the people at the plant. You know, the two IT guys that are there, I've known them for a long time. They, they might take us to lunch, me and the new boss. So um, I don't think I'll be able to write at lunch, but I'm hoping I can do it in the morning. I really want to get through my Nolan stuff by the end of this week. I, I wanted to have it done by the end of this week that you know, today. And I got close. Um, there's just a couple of chapters I need to review. Uh, everything else, I've put the newest chapter through Grammarly. It's done. So I really only have two or three chapters. I need to run through Grammarly and just reread, make sure they're okay. And I can get that done this week. I might be able to get that done. Well, not today at the airport, but I should be able to get that done this week. So by the time Friday rolls around, um, we fly home. I have a three hour layover in Chicago and there I know I can get some writing done. I, I remember uh, in 2019, we flew back from um, Nebraska and we flew commercial. So we had to drive to Denver and then fly back. We had like a four hour layover in Minneapolis. And um, well, I really wish I would have done this at the time. There was a top golf in the airport that a couple guys I was with, they went and played on and I, I should have, and I didn't. Instead, I sat and wrote, which wasn't a bad thing, but um, I, I, I wasn't much, I wasn't like I am now when it comes to golf. I wasn't really trying hard to get better. Uh, I was just golfing once a week and that was it. So <laughs> Um, yeah, I went from playing nine holes a week, to playing 45 holes a week, which is kind of strange in the summer. So, um, so during that three hour layover, I'll probably get some writing time in. And uh, like I said, and like I put in the outline, unless things are blowing up, meaning unless the plant is struggling because we've had three days to fix all the bugs and we still have a ton of bugs. Which I just don't expect. Um, so hopefully I'll get some writing done on Friday and then Saturday I'll golf in the morning and write in the afternoon. Sunday I'll probably golf, we'll podcast and then I'll write, which is kind of what I've been doing on Sundays. I do have a little bit more mulch to do in the backyard. I have this little spot of, to do in the backyard where I've mulched most of what I wanted to mulch, but I need, there's one spot I still need to do. I still have two bags sitting back there that I haven't opened yet. And I'll probably have to buy maybe two more to, to fill out that spot. Um, and so that's, that's what my week looks like. Um, it's going to be interesting going out there and, and handling, uh, this, the same install I did two years ago. I think I have some kind of a, a PTSD type thing with that, where it was horrible two years ago, but you know, the people at the plant this time are like, no, it's going to be fine. Don't worry. You know, we're expecting it. We're ready for it. We want it. You know, it's done. You've had all this extra time to finish it and debug it and test it and train, and all the stuff we couldn't do for the first one. So hopefully this one goes smooth. I do have, like right now, I do have a little bit of worry. I did have like dreams in the middle of the night last night where things were breaking. Um, So, and they were things that aren't going to break because I've tested them the last month like crazy. So Mm -hmm. um, I think it helps that you worked out all those bugs, all those, you know, for all those months. We were originally going to do it in March, but it got pushed back. Even having this extra two months three months has been huge for the testing that I've done. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Um, hopefully next week I'm on the podcast saying that it went well or it went bumpy, but now everything is fine. You know, that kind of thing. And I can go back to work on Monday, Monday. I'm meeting my new boss's boss next Monday. I'm meeting my new boss's boss on my birthday. So I'm going to be taking donuts into work. Cause that's what back when I first started there, everybody brought donuts in on their, on their birthday. And as people quit and new people came in, the new people didn't do that. Some do, but not all of them. So I'm going to do that. But it's also the day that I'm meeting the new IT manager, the visual IT manager. And I hope nobody thinks that I'm bringing in donuts for him because I'm really not. It's <laughs> I'm bringing them in on my birthday because that's yeah. what I do. And uh, so, yeah. So hopefully by the time next Monday rolls around, you know, things are going well, smooth. I'm working on other projects and so on and so forth. So. And that is all we have for the podcast for this week. Um, Do you have anything else? No. 
And neither do I. So um, you can find, uh, in order, you want to contact me or check out my stuff. I am at jerryevanoff.com. Go there, go to my books page and scroll down and check out. I actually have seven book covers now up there. I only have four, three books out, but I actually have seven book covers with the two for my, because I, I had the two done for my prequels. And I had those done a year mm-hmm. ago or six months ago, whatever it was. And then I just got the two for the book three I'm working on and book one of the mystery series up there too. So I have seven book covers with only three books published. That's not bad. Um, I'm probably I'm probably one of the few people who gets a lot of book covers before the books are even written, especially as slow as I write. So um, email me, Jerry at jerryevanoff.com. I'm on Twitter, Jerry E25. I'm on Facebook, Jerry Evanoff author. Uh, if you like what Lindsay and I do and you want to throw a couple bucks our way that I can use during our dinner in Vegas, right now it's me, Lindsay and Rich, friend of the podcast, Rich Casey, having dinner and um, anything that you you want to do, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Jerry Evanoff. If you throw a couple bucks my way, uh, I'll use that, like I said, for our dinner. Yeah, I'm pretty and excited about this dinner. I'm on, yeah, it's just going to be the three of us at like uh, um, In-N-Out Burger or something like that, I'm sure. Yeah. Hopefully a few more people will uh, jump in. Yeah. So, uh, and that's, and then I'm on Snapchat and I'm on Instagram, although I slowly continue to unfriend people on Instagram, which is nice. So yeah, I'm, (laughs) by the way, I've almost bailed completely on Facebook. I'm getting, I'm getting people that message me through Facebook messenger, which is how I talk to certain people, but because Mm -hmm. it's not set up on my phone and I don't have a Facebook alert type thing on my computer, I miss those messages. So somebody might message me and then three days later, I'll go to Facebook and it'll say new message and then I'll go answer them. So if you do write me on the messenger and it takes me a couple of days, that's why it'd be better if you just texted me. So if you have my phone number, just text me. If you don't have my phone number and you want it and I want to give it to you, um, ask me that in the messenger and I'll give it to you. And that way you can just text me and it won't take me as long to reply. And then um, I know like my buddy, Brian texted me on Thursday and I still haven't replied yet because I was at work and then I forgot. So I have to do that. So hi, Brian, <laughs> I'll reply to your text um, today before I go to the airport. So, yeah. so that's, yeah. um, you can find me at lindsayevanoff.com. Email me, lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Both of those are Lindsay Evanoff author. And I'm on Twitter, Evanoff Lindsay. If you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com.